When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm Griffin. I'm Steve. And I'm Bones. And this is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. The show that's good. Steve. Oh, that's a good one. You th- That might uh, stick around? S- succinct and uh, accurate. Informative. And a little cheeky. Uh... Steve, we have uh, an email address, killedtodeathpodcast at gmail.com, where yeah. people can email in. Uh, we encourage murder suggestions, but truly, you can send us anything. It's an email address. Uh, have, do, have you checked it recently? That's one of the joys of email. Uh, no, you're much better at uh, checking that. Uh, you have not been on there. So this will be a total surprise to me, whatever you're about to tell me. Okay, well, we got a, uh, an email from Dr. Michael Caparelli. Uh, oh. This is a, uh, he's got a PhD in behavioral science. He's a psychologist. And he sat down, apparently, with David Berkowitz, the son of Sam, uh, 34 different sessions with him, over 100 hours interviewing famous serial killer David Berkowitz. Um, and he'd love to chat with us about appearing on our show. <laughs> Now, Dr. Michael Caparelli, I'm sure you're a huge fan. <laughs> so you're definitely I can only this. assume you're an avid listener, so you're hearing us right now. Surely you listen every week. You know that this show is made for things like this. I encourage you to listen to maybe just one or two more episodes and really suss out the vibe. And just see if we're the exact right fit for you. Uh, it's to easy to get through a full ep and think... This was a real murder investigation with a real person. But maybe if you listen to it one or two more, you're going to start to notice a pattern that suggests some of these might be a little bit off. Something's a little Something bit, a little bit off. You know what? I, uh, Michael, uh, sorry, Dr. Caparelli, I direct you to the title of our show. It's a little off. Read it again. I just want you to know. Hey, if you still want to do it, great. We'll interview you next episode. But I just want you to know what you're getting into. I would genuinely enjoy having him as a guest. <laughs> well, let's make him play a character. <laughs> uh, anyway, Steve, that's what—that's the kind of gold you're missing out on in the Kill to Death podcast at gmail.com inbox. That's awesome. I, I do now. I, uh, I wonder how I found us. Looked up a list of podcasts. 
Yeah. Beyond that. <laughs> and sent them all a message. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. He's got my he's got me curious. I'm gonna listen to his hundred hours of interview with a serial killer now. And I'm gonna request to be on it. <laughs> I'm gonna request to be on the interviews he conducted yeah. with David Berkowitz. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about as reasonable as his request. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, not related to that at all, but related to um, things that can be a little bit spooky, maybe, like uh, someone being serial killed. I've been watching a bunch of the old, and you have too, um, the old classic Twilight Zone episodes, um, and oh. I, didn't, I didn't watch any of the new ones, so I don't know what the hell they did with those ones, but I think it's high time we do our, we did our own version of that, and we have a few ideas of what we make great twilight zone episodes in the modern era uh modern era twilight zone which i get uh, every idea i'm gonna pitch is probably gonna be the premise of a black mirror episode yeah it doesn't have to be modern whatever but it uh, you have to make it now you can't go back in time and make the episode you have to okay. make it now I, I i'm gonna pitch a sequel episode one okay. of the most famous twilight zone episodes or it was in the movie is the passenger on the wing the guy mm, looks out the plane yes. window. There's a uh, thing on the wing. Maybe a it's not a guy. Maybe it's a, a ghost. Feet. I think yeah. it's maybe a go- ghoul, a goblin or ghoul, maybe. But for the sequel, have <laughs> a ghoul. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna amp it up. I want to cover this plane in people. <laughs> I want the guy. He's gonna look out the window. He's gonna go. There is a family on the wing and three more on the roof. <laughs> There's a second plane on the wing of this plane. <laughs> it's full of people. Yeah, that's um, good. Packed with people. Just packed with people, and like and you some, could, some are getting like sucked off and just thrown away, but more are getting the planes running into and collecting. <laughs> you could, you should maybe do one, uh, or maybe just part of this episode, which sounds great. Can be from the perspective of the family on the plane, and some of them goes, "There's a." guy in this plane and looks in the window there's something under us that is good that's just the right amount of spooky just the right amount of it is i think it threads that perfectly it's the right amount of spooky speaking of the the right amount i think one of the spookiest things of all could be a a terrifying cake and i think that would be no why is that yeah, if you mess up even one single thing in baking, it can be disastrous. Oh, yeah. Baking is about precision and You swap the story, out the flour for garlic, it's a whole different dish. It is a whole different dish. You have to dish. understand. And you can't know if it's any even a better dish or if it's a worse dish until it's completely done and you go to taste it. Only then will you know if you've made a terrible mistake. And so I think it'd be quite frightful for someone. Maybe um, it's someone who's a obsessive baker and then they realize they've swapped out the flour for their own son. Oh, okay. In the cake. Yeah, they go to tuck in the bag of flour and they go, wait a second, but if you're the new... Yeah. yeah. But if you're... Yeah. And they go to cut into it I... and the cake screams... Oh wait. Okay, so the sun's alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just curled up in there. <laughs> Siding in the cake. 
That's good. That's just the right amount of spooky. All right, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Um, I don't know some junk with like a time loop, but and you find out the guy intruder chasing you has actually been you the whole time from the five minutes into the future. Yeah, that's good. Some crap do, like that. Do tenant. <laughs> and I'm gonna do some junk where it's uh, haunted, but you're the one who's been doing the haunting the whole time, and you thought that you- that's like mine. What? That's too no, much like mine. Ghosts. You think ghosts is time loop? Good. Oh, that maybe that's the twist. Ghosts went back in time. That's mine. Ghosts went back in time. The title. Rod Serling. I can picture oh, it now. We get, went we get back in time. <laughs> we get Rod Serling now. Next week on the Twilight Zone. Ghosts went back in time. <laughs> Tune in. We ghosts all went back know in time. ghosts. <laughs> but what but if? But let me freak you out. <laughs> what if? They went back in time. Uh, Steve, speaking of spooky things like serial killers, would you like to solve a murder? Yeah. The victim. Josh, sorry. The victim. Joosh Sploosh. (laughs) Found dead in a pumpkin patch. Today's guest, Ellis Frankel, farmer who found the body. Ellis, hello. Hi, how are you? We're okay. How are you holding up? Oh, I'm I'm quite frightened. I'm shaking. My uh I'm oh it the body was weird looking, guys. Oh no. Yeah. It was weird. There were just two pumpkin seeds covering his eyes. Oh, like Ooh. his eyes were closed and the pumpkin seeds were put on top? Pay yes. payment for the the river sticks. Yes, I think we have some sort of signature pumpkin killer on our hands. Wait, has this happened before? No, it just seems like someone's mm. starting a thing. It does seem like card, someone is yeah. like trying a thing. <laughs> At least testing the waters. See if it fits. Yeah, I don't know, maybe I put pumpkin seeds on the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, fuck it. You know, you are uh, a farmer at a pumpkin patch? This is true, yes. I am the three-time giant gourd winner. Wow. You won three giant gourds? Yep. Coming in at 1,200 pounds last year. That is impressive. 1,150 the year before. They keep getting bigger. And so what goes into that? Like, what are some tips? I mean, you don't want them to beat you. But what are yeah. some tips that you have for people who are trying to grow their own giant veggies? Steroids. Oh, you use steroids. Yeah. This yeah. Is like HGH? HGH mixed with protein powder. Oh, smart. Okay. Yeah. I go to a special pumpkin Popeyes for all my supplements. And then you're just out there like with a big syringe injecting every <laughs> gourd? Yeah, right in their buttocks. I What's mean, the butt of a pumpkin? Gourd the can look like a full butt from every side. <laughs> Think about that. That's true. Yeah. No matter what way you look at a pumpkin, it looks like you're looking at the cheeks. It's true. I mean, yeah, you could um, single out any crack you wanted, really. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to go right in the crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how pumpkins roid up. Is a needle straight up the crack. <laughs> 
And is it just pumpkins, or are you doing all kinds of gourds? Uh, pumpkins, um, maybe the occasional uh, yam, uh, squash, but pumpkins are my specialty. No, really. Do you do like the whole patch experience come like the fall? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very family friendly. You can uh, bring your whole family down once I clean up the body to come and sit on giant pumpkins and <laughs> yep. pick what up their a, favorite little guy. What would a full day look like? Let's say I was going there with my family on a non body day your regular year to the pumpkin non- patch what would that what would that look like well there wouldn't be a smell and you would just come down with your family and <laughs> you'd bring your credit card and now we would have i have a a wagon so you would ride in on the wagon okay this is like a hayride wow. it's like a hayride but instead of horses um i have llamas if that's okay that's okay. If that's okay. What if it's not okay? Do you have to go get something else for someone? Some people are allergic to the wool. Why do you have lambs instead of horses? Um, horses, um, they're quite inclined to taste my flesh, so I steer away from them. You have a problem with horses trying to tear chunks out of you? Yeah, they find me quite, quite tasty. Um, they've always, They've always gone in for a nibble ever since I was young. So I find that llamas, personally, I get along with them much better. I also, guess, I think they have yeah. nicer personalities. Oh, I, th- I always assumed they were famously uh, mean and spat at everyone. <laughs> I mean, I think they do spit occasionally, but whatever, Not me and you. llamas are on the same vibe. So, sorry, you come, you get on the wagon, the llamas mm-hmm. pull you into the patch. They pull you into the patch, and the first thing you're going to see is my big, rotting, award-winning pumpkin from last year. <laughs> it's partially caved in on itself. I want you to know the whole life cycle. Sorry, you Part said there of, wouldn't be a smell this year? <laughs> of, uh, of human decomp. Pumpkin ah, decomp is pumpkin. A, a, a constant. But that's more of a savory smell, in my opinion. Sure, so you uh, gaze at the corpse of last year's pumpkin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all the kids go, yay! Yes. Um, yeah, you can take a scoop home just with your hand. <gasps> but wait, so you're you're saying that you're giving away the seeds to last year's award-winning pumpkin? Oh, not oh, the seeds. Just grow competition? Just the rotting flesh. Oh, just the flesh. Okay, it's been yeah. de-seeded. Okay. Yeah, to... Uh, bring home with yourself and do whatever, whatever. Do you ever carve it. these suckers, the really big guys? Um, I think a couple years ago there was a farmer who tried to do that, but then the whole pumpkin caved in on him, and he. Mm. You know, what you could do. Oh, he was my... doing it from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if you were able to do it. You could, you know, in cartoons when they like bust through the wall and it's like the outline of them is in the wall. You could kind of do that with your pumpkin if you carved the giant one and look like you ran right through it. Yes, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that is something you could do. Yeah, we just, you just have to remember. Be good. 
to carve it from the outside. Yes, it's the accident. Mm, right. Now, I've, full disclosure, many years have been to Port Elgin Pumpkin Fest where they do the weighing for the world's biggest pumpkin. Whoa. And sometimes there are professional pumpkin carvers there. But what they do, they don't do holes. They carve it like an ice sculpture and they just like uh, peel off the skin cheating. and they make it a big like statue. Cheating. There should be a risk involved. Yeah. I don't think it's a true pumpkin carve without a penetration. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's just pumpkin scratching. Yeah. You're just touching the surface with that. Frauds. <laughs> so, sir, you then move on from the corpse? Yes, move on to the corpse. And then I have um, lines of pumpkins. And you can choose your very own pumpkin to take home with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then you choose that. And then I ring you up. And then you're on your way. <laughs> So the wagon takes you to a rotting huge pumpkin, then you pick out a pumpkin and you go home, and that's the full day experience. That's all you need. I mean... And then you have, you have to drive them back to wherever you got them from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got to take the llama ride back to their... But now they're riding back with their very own pumpkin. Their own personal pumpkin. Um, it's a very personalized experience. You can also fill out a qu- quick survey before you start. Oh, before you start, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot the survey part. While you're jump riding along on the llama ride, you fill out a quick survey about your personality, and then I help you choose a pumpkin based on your personality. Oh, can you run through that with one of us? <laughs> yeah, let's do one. Yeah. Uh, so you would first up the top. You gotta fill out your name. Uh, Griff, go ahead. Oh, then Griffin. Yep, and then date of birth. A June 26th, 1994. Mm-hmm. Social insurance number. And I would fill that out. <laughs> uh, favorite color. Oh, great question. It's uh, it's somewhere in the greens. It would Then it would be your favorite episode of Bob's Burgers. Oh, they're basically all the same. Uh, the, the one where they're too poor to do something the other kids are doing, but they find a way to make it their own as a family. Perfect. And then it would be the last known argument with your mother. The last one I know of. Yeah, the last one <laughs> you can remember. There ones I don't. Okay. Some of them you the might last... block of, blocked out. Mm. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm generally trying to answer this question, but I don't think I can, so I'm going to have to come up with a joke one. Um, she wanted to know my social insurance number. Nosy bitch. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, I'll gather that all up. Okay. And based off that, and the fact that you don't seem to have a very strenuous relationship with your mother, I would suggest a smaller pumpkin, because it doesn't seem like you have to compensate. And uh, a riper pumpkin, because you like green. And, you know, okay. nothing too flashy because, you know, it seems like you identify with the poor part of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> so, wait, you're giving me an unripe pumpkin? A small, An unripe, small, pumpkin? non-flashy pumpkin. <laughs> okay. I mean, if that's what I'm like. <laughs> I feel like I, 
you know, right now you sound a little bit skeptical, but you're going to go home. You're going to put it on your shelf. And it's oh, that's what you do with them. Really gonna grow. <laughs> it's gonna grow. <laughs> it's gonna it's grow on picked. your shelf. <laughs> yeah, for for a bit, and then it stops. The remnants of the testosterone. <laughs> yeah, the roids, uh, the crack roids, uh, last a few extra days. Oh, these are all roided, even the small ones. Yeah, well, I I use them more as like kind of test subjects. This is your experiments that you're selling up. Yeah. This must be a, a slow season for you then. I can't imagine you're doing much at the patch. Oh, yeah, it has For listeners great. several years in the future listening to the whole archives, it's currently January. <laughs> yeah, it tends to slow down uh, around the winter time. But my uh, my my pumpkins are quite sturdy. So they are immune to um, frost and whatnot. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with GMOs? Do you ever experiment with that? I love them. Can't get enough of them. (laughs) The bigger, the better, I say. Anything modified, you're in. Yeah. My slogan is always pump, pump it up. That is that is a good slogan for a, a pumpkin patch. Ooh, what's did you have like a kitschy name for it? What is it called? Oh, it's called rumbling pumpkin rumbling pumpkin rumbling pump it up pump yeah and then right under that it's my slogan pump it up pump it up is good i'm with that i like that no let's talk a bit about juice did you know juice beforehand he's dead yeah i do recognize him uh from the pumpkin the pumpkin uh circuit was he he a a grower he was a yeah he was a competitor uh, oh, so, so a shower. A shower, yeah. He was both. He was a top ten, but not top five. Yeah, he was just a bit odd. A bit odd. A bit odd. Like every time he put his pumpkin on the scale, he'd always go sploosh, like his last name. Was it his breaking? Last... <laughs> no, no. He just thought that you know every year that the weight coming in was going to make a real impact. Uh, he was like, this oh, is like, finally going to be my year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was uh, really excited every year, and then he was always just falling a little bit short. That's odd. Yeah, he was odd, too. Oh, and how did... Uh, his, how were his relationships with the other people, though? Like... The other competitors, either growers and showers. Oh, the fellow pumpkin tears. Pumpkin tears. Yes, yeah, pumpkin that's, tears. that's our that's our preferred uh, nomer. Um, <laughs> he he had uh, one particular friend, um, Susan, <laughs> and they were just kind of odd together, always whispering. Um, oh. They didn't really get along with us, you know, our, the serious pumpkiteers. Oh, was she another five to tenner? Yeah, she was She was hovering around 11, 12. Oh, woof. Not, you know, not really figuring it out. Didn't quite have the right roid recipe yet. 
and when they were whispering to each other, what was the what was the vibe you got from that? Like, are they like gossiping? Are they scheming? It was definitely sinister in nature. Mm. I want to say a lot of gossip about pumpkin style, pumpkin crack, pumpkin girth. You know, generally it sounded like they were just making fun. Even even though they were basically nobodies. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, maybe it's easier when you're not doing it well to not take it as seriously as you should. Now, do you think that played into his death? He's got pumpkin seeds on his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I mean, I can't, even though they were, like, annoying, I can't I can't think of anybody that would want him dead. It's very curious. And why am well, I yeah, he wasn't a threat patch? to anyone. And why am I top, pumpkin top fives. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was a top 15-er, but I don't really remember those guys' names. Not notable. Well, let's talk about you finding him in your pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. Where was this? It was in lane three. Lane three. So this is one of the lines of the pumpkins. Yeah, it was where in you pick. the lane three of the pumpkin patch. Um, were you doing a tour? Like, were people there or, is it, or are you just there alone? Oh, God, yes. Lots of children. Oh, no. It was a, a school trip. Uh, it actually wasn't me that discovered him first. It was a, a child... What was the child's name? Um, I think it was Timothy, maybe Timothy. But he let out such a wail that I knew immediately that something was wrong. Something was wrong with my dear pumpkins. And then it wasn't a pumpkin. Something about a kid screaming. You just knew that something was wrong. Yeah. I just, you know, call it a woman's intuition. But I heard screams and then I knew something was wrong. So I had to head right over. You caught the next llama. You sped right over. <laughs> yes, I hopped on my llama. And, yeah! Uh, after I stopped the llama from spitting on the upset child, I investigated the body. <laughs> Just held your hand in front of its mouth. Yeah, I mean... The... Dove in front of the spit. <laughs> yeah, um, I tend to hold up my hand or sometimes I have a coat... Uh, I call it my spit coat, and I just place that over the llama, and he he tends to calm down. So you rush there, mm-hmm. you hop off, you see the body. Yes, frightening. Um, and it just the way its smell mixed with the pumpkins, it was just truly upsetting. It'd been there for uh, probably overnight at least. You said oh. it looked weird, isn't that? I believe earlier on you mentioned that. Yes, yes. It was like there were seeds over the eyes. Mm-hmm. And then he was kind of like splayed out with a small pumpkin on every limb. Like almost like a Whoa. pumpkin pentagram. It definitely doesn't seem accidental. No. No. They, didn't, they wouldn't all fall on him like that. No, no. I, I stack my pumpkins pretty high, but I don't think it could end up like that. So he was, what, on his back? Yeah, spread. he was on his back. Spread. Kimbo. Spread like a in a pentagram, pentagram type, Leonardo da Vinci type situation. A pumpkin on each limb and then pumpkin seeds on the eyes. Yes, it was. It That's seemed like spooky. A message. 
This is like true detective. Scariest thing that's ever happened in a pumpkin patch. We're to my knowledge. true detectives now. <laughs> what if season four or five, whatever they're on, what if the next one was us? Yeah, that's I'm true. Just putting it out done, there. I'm just floating done, it out there. Uh, it was Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey. Who's who's the next season? Colin Farrell, uh, Rachel McAdams, Vince Vaughn. Right, and then Mahershala Ali, Jodie Foster. The new, the in this new one's new one. Jodie Foster. And then yeah. it could be us. And that could be us. That makes they sense. Announced. I haven't announced yet. So just Doctor Michael Caparelli, make it happen. <laughs> you have our email. Uh, what we're gonna do is take a quick break, and when we come back, hopefully, we can figure out what happened to Juice. Poor Juice. are back on the podcast killed to death the good show uh i'm still here with steve bones cook yeah and i like the sound of that the good show it's good you got the good wife yeah the good fight and the this muppet one, show the good show yeah <laughs> it's the good wife meets the muppet show i would say that's what this is it is of course bones month because of dan's tooth that's right, because Dan is going to be growing a new tooth. No, I you mentioned to me that he was getting a tooth removed, and then I was uh, we were at a dinner with Dan. I'd forgotten it, and I was like, "Whoa, that thing's really gone." Uh, but I didn't I, tell a lie. I uh, I forgot you had told me, and so I wasn't sure whether I should bring it up. I was like, does oh, he know? Does he know? Yeah, it was that instinct of like, does he know one of his main teeth are gone? He's going to look down and see it in his pork roast. Oh, great. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's your birthday month, Dan. I hope you get that new tooth you've been searching for. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, tooth fairy wise. It, I guess they're just slow on returns, but I'm sure he put the old one under his pillow, so it's just a matter of time before they bring him a new one. Here's hoping. We're also still here with Ellis Frankel. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? You're a pumpkin farmer. That's right, number one in the country. Number one... Uh, wow, in the country. I thought it was maybe competition by competition, but that's a huge... Pumpkin. Uh, Stat. Yeah, I'm just seeing it now. You're holding up a photo of it. Look at that thing. Ain't no. It's incredible. Ain't no county fair like an Ellis Frankel county fair. Because my my giant pumpkins. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Bring their spectacle. Uh, you are uh, the owner and operator of was it Rumblin Pumpkin? Rumblin. Yep. Rumblin mm -hmm. Pumpkin. Pump it up. This is your pumpkin farm uh, where people can come take a hayride pulled by llamas uh, because horses tend to tear off your flesh. Uh, they first stop at the rotting corpse of last year's giant pumpkin before the llamas take them on to pick their own pumpkin out of the multiple lines of pumpkins. Uh, they, of course, have brought their credit cards so they can check them out when the hay wagon returns them to the cash register. Now, you are also a pumpkin grower, and you compete in the largest and heaviest pumpkin competitions, pumpkins and gourds. 
this uh, you, you're pretty successful. Others are not, like Joosh, Sploosh, and Susan. Joosh himself, 5 to 10 range. Susan, a little bit lower, 11. Rough. Joosh, uh, did, now, did you even know he was like in town at your farm? I had no idea. He was from, no idea. from about five counties over. So. This is bizarre. This is very, this is a specific message. Yeah, he was, or, he was doing something. Yeah, if someone was doing some kind of ritual, whether it be him or someone else, the place to do it might be the farm of the number one pumpkin farmer. Yes, I suppose if you were going to do some sort of pumpkin sacrifice, my my pumpkin farm would be the place to do it. It's the hottest place. It's the hottest place. I mean, if you wanted to be seen by the most people, I mean, you'd pick the hottest spot. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the where to be for pumpkin people. Yeah, that's a pretty good slogan, too. It's no pump it up, but that's <laughs> the where to be for pumpkin people. Now, a school trip was in. Mm-hmm. The kids get brought to lane three, and one of them screams, you know something's wrong. Yeah, I, I rode on my llama as quickly as possible. And there you find the body of Joosh. He was spread out like the Leonardo, Di- not DiCaprio, Leonardo da Vinci drawing the sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, one You're small of that big poster on- that you have of Leonardo DiCaprio spread out. Hell yeah, the aviator, baby. <laughs> he's got those sunglasses and nothing else. Um, he's got a small uh, pumpkin on each limb and over his eyes are pumpkin seeds. Now, have you heard of any kind of community around, like, ritual within the pumpkin world? No. Like, us pumpkin people, our pumpkineers, we are very clean living. Don't drink. Don't party. We take our craft very, very seriously. Just steroids. No, yeah, just steroids, and we we go to church every Sunday. Oh, okay, so there is a religious uh, element. Yeah, but not demons and stuff. No, is this... Uh, do you mind if I ask? Is this a Christian denomination? All you pumpkin people are all part of? Oh, the only one true religion, yeah. <laughs> right. There are demons, I think. <laughs> Somewhere hidden in those pages. <laughs> yeah, but none of those devil stuff. You don't like you tune out. You're for not the devil worshiping. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. No. You're not pro devil. No, there's just a couple creepy guys in there, really. In hell? <laughs> in the in the the big Christian Bible book thing. There's a few creepy guys in there. You can name names. Who are the creeps? Uh, <laughs> Let's out them. <laughs> Well, it's out them right here, right now. Yeah, a couple, a couple of the Adams, maybe. <laughs> a couple, <laughs> couple of, of the, the Adams. Adams. Yeah. Can't have a hundred percent good Adams all the time. Some of them were weird. Is every version of the Bible different <laughs> at your church? What you guys haven't heard of Adam twenty three fourteen. No, what what's Adam twenty three fourteen? Adam is one of your books. <laughs> one of one of the chapters twenty three fourteen of Adam. Oh, can you quote it? Yeah, um, 
This is one of the creepy atoms. <laughs> and it says, it's kind of like a lesson, like, don't be like Adam or you'll be... In brackets, me. <laughs> fucked. Maybe he was talking about a different Adam from another That's Bible. There's multiple Adams in all the different Bibles. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, this is like a later stage Adam, I think. Okay, he's talking about an old Adam. Yeah, not the OG. Uh, and he says, right. don't be like Adam. He's too weird. <laughs> oh, that is creepy. He's too weird. He's too into... Boots. Yeah, you can be too into boots yeah. in, a, in a way that I think borders eventually that uh, of at least not the norm. It's a lesson. Where's that threshold, do you think? Uh, 15. Adam, oh, 15? 15 pairs. You can quote that one, too, if you'd like. <laughs> oh, 15 pairs. Yeah, okay. So you think in, in terms of boot collection, not what you're doing with or how you're displaying your boots? No, 15 pairs, you go down the stairs into hell. And was Jush and Susan, were they part of your church? You say all the serious pumpkin pumpkin were. Yeah, but they sat in the back, you know. I don't know how serious they were Whispering. taking. Whispering. <laughs> I don't know. You know, if you're, like, really into God, you sit in the front. Show your respect. Yeah, you want front row. Yeah. You want splash zone. Yeah, you're not hanging in the back. <laughs> when I get that wine splashing on you. <laughs> Oh, we're getting another call. Do you mind if I click hello? Oh, go yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, hello. Hi. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Hello. No, do you want to do you want to boost your volume? I can <clears> see <throat> someone trying to talk, but it's very quiet. Hello. Am I on? Oh yes, you're on. You're on. Hello. I'm on. Hello. Hello. Okay. Good. Here we go. Camera. One second. Here I am. I'm in. And and who am I how speaking to? How can I to? help? Oh, how can you're you speaking. help? Yes, you're speaking to Susan. <gasps> Susan, Ellis, look. Susan, look? Yeah. Susan, look. Nah, I've heard it's that Ellis. before. No. It's, hello, Ellis. Hello. Hi, Susan. Hello. I'm here to help. You, uh, about Jusha's death? Yes. You're not going to Are you going to put me in the episode title? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put you in the episode title now. It's I have Susan to. with two O's. Oh, like S O O S A N? They're not where you think they are. Oh, okay. So what is it then? I'll see if you get it right, and I'll write a nasty email if you don't. But I can't do, I can't even do S-O-O-S-A-N? Yeah, you could do that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think that's where you'd think they'd be. <laughs> Most people don't think that. You're clever. You are, but you are. are the... you clever enough to solve this? I hope so. Oh, good. Susan, you're, you're a pumpkin grower, just like Ellis. Oh, yeah, some people tell you, amateur. <laughs> She's a bit of a... I've never won anything. Hobbyist. Not everyone can be LS. No, they can't. For the no. listener, a shoulder shimmy from Ellis. 
Yes, well, I don't know if she's told you, but she's a multi-millionaire. No, you didn't mention deal. that. Sponsorship Who deals. are you sponsored by? Popeyes. Oh, uh, Popeyes for pumpkins. Popeye pumpkin supplements. Yeah, a lot of stickers on the sides of her wagons, let me tell you that. They're, they're very particular about uh, who they sponsor. You know who I'm sponsored by? I forget, Susan. My uncle's cracker, cracker farm. <laughs> he has a cracker farm? Yeah. Would that be wheat? No, it's boxes in the dirt. <laughs> oh, your uncle lives at the dump? <laughs> yeah, yep. Yep, you could say that. He was kind enough because I felt, obviously, I felt a little bad. I roll up in a wagon stickerless. <laughs> so now my wagon says Doug's Crackers. <laughs> cool, Susan. <laughs> yeah, it is. So you, you think, uh, from what I'm getting here, the vibe is you think Alice is a little high and mighty. Can I just say, I don't understand. You're no different than I am. I go buy supplements. I get steroids. I put it right into the cheek of the pumpkin. And this should be as giant as yours is. I'm doing everything the same. And yet every year, it's 11th, it's 12th, it's 11th, or it's 12th. (laughs) Well... Susan, I think you just have to think about the kind of stock of pumpkin you're bringing up. Oh, yeah. It's a quality thing. Oh, it's in the seed. You can only juice up a bad seed so much. Can I tell her about the the whole hack? What? No, don't tell her that. Okay, okay, okay. What? You have a hack? Secrets. Secrets. There should be no secrets in the pumpkin world. Pumpkiteers should... Don't you sit at the back whispering at all these things? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what the <laughs> heck are you and Joosh talking about all the time? We are talking about how creepy everything is in church. Everyone else is saying it very loudly, and we're in the back, and I'm, I, was, I would tell him, does it sound a little bit creepy to you? No, nothing's creepy except that one Adam. Everyone's a little bit. At least had a couple of the atoms. <laughs> a couple, a of, couple atoms. of the atoms. I mean, John, come on. John reminds me of one of my cousins. He's normal. Well, I find the whole thing to be a bit creepy. We've moved one pew back. Why do you keep week. going? Well, we're at the back now, and now one of the two is dead. I'm contemplating not even going. It's so scary. Ugh, the only thing creepy is. You, Susan, with a haircut. Okay, it's called a beehive. (laughs) It's the biggest thing I can grow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Susan. (sighs) Susan, why do you want to be a pumpkin farmer so badly? It's been my dream. Yeah. Since I was, yeah. Why don't you... To be a pumpkinteer. Why don't you just stick to crackers? It's kind of more in your family. No, it's not. I know he did that out of out of sympathy. And he did it to be nice. He threw a bunch of boxes of crackers in the dirt and then started his own business. Just to sponsor you? called it Doug's Crackers so he would have something to put on the side of my wagon. What does yes. he do otherwise? <laughs> he is a prime minister. <laughs> 
a prime minister? <laughs> He's one of them. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of all the Doug prime ministers I know. <laughs> Good luck finding what country he's in charge of. That's true. I guess there is a lot of there's a lot of prime minister countries out there. Oh yeah, and his is so small. <laughs> so anyway, is he the current prime minister? Yes, he is. He's very busy, so you can imagine how bad I felt that he went to such great lengths to make me feel better. I felt guilty. What country has a prime minister's flesh cracker farmer? Luxembourg. Figures. Nobody guessed. <laughs> well, honestly, I thought it when you said small country, because that's the go-to. Well, oh, everyone thought it, but it's already been said. <laughs> I host a trivia. You know what, Alice? I'm, I'm starting that. to become on your side here. What? And what is her side exactly? Uh, you stink and don't deserve respect. <laughs> stink. Well, at least my pumpkin farm has never been covered in a stinky dead body. That was your friend, Susan. Yes. He was the only one who understood me. And had the same struggles. Though he was top ten, he finished ninth one year. Yeah, five years ago. Chill. Okay. And on ninth to play is respectable. And I want to find you did this as much or uh, even maybe more than you do. You don't think no. I want to find out who stunk up my beautiful smelling patch? <laughs> I have the best smelling patch in the biz. And then your friend came around and died and stunk it all up. Well, wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Who came second? You think it could have been... To you last year, yeah. No. That was... That was just a default. But those what? points were taken off because... It didn't even make any sense. It was just... They were sick of seeing me win all the time. Oh, it was you. Oh, you... What? You... Wait a second, so you're not number one in the country. But last year, but I'm number one every year except last year. Who was the winner last year? Who was number one? That's stupid, stupid, stupid woman named Francesca. <gasps> she won. Francesca. How do you not know this, Susan? <laughs> we're not invited if we're not top ten. Oh. Yeah, there's a top ten pumpkin gala. Yeah. <laughs> gala? Where they announced the final winners. And they say, don't tell anyone else. Yeah, yeah, everybody comes in wearing orange. Everyone comes in wearing an orange. An orange? That's right. Yeah, uh, orange fascinators. What's a fascinator? Like a little hat. Oh. <laughs> they were, all the great people in Richie, England wear them. I, have you ever been to Richie, England? I guess not. I can't even picture this thing. Like the royals. A crown? No, no. Okay, so for the listener, like you're, fez, you're doing the side of your head. You're doing the, both sides of your heads with your hand. Well, I want you to choose which side would look better, do you think? Um, the, your right. 
Yeah, there. Yeah, because that's, that's the, the side one. of the hair swoop where I think it would look good with the little orange on top. Yeah, so now I have to imagine a little clementine right here. And then it's got kind of like a little veil. Orange veil. And that and that was kind of my uh, look last year. But you didn't win. No, like... I was announced the winner at the big pumpkin gala. But then... After... They said that because my pumpkin was wearing an outfit that it put him over the edge and the actual winner... Oh, was Francesca. How heavy was the outfit? Well, it was merino wool, so I don't know, a few pounds. If you get it wet, it's even more. Okay, yeah, and maybe it rained that day and it was a little bit wet. Oh, you're a cheat! I am not (gasps) a cheat! How dare you accuse me? I'm the most most ethical roided pumpkin grower there is. You were cheating in your steroid pumpkin contest! such a freaking smug pumpkin bitch I may have only come 11th or 12th but I've never cheated oh you've never cheated yeah well that's just because you haven't won so nobody cares all that matters is Francesca I guess is is the greatest pumpkin grower in the country we'll see what happens this coming year I'll have to go shake her hand You're not even invited to the galas. You won't even have the opportunity to meet her. Well, I mean, there's someone in the 5 to 10 range who's just been eliminated. And if you're 11th consistently and the top 10 are invited, it looks like Susan (gasps) just got bumped up to the gala. I can meet the great Francesca? Well, she's been my favorite for the last 10 minutes. She probably won't even like you because you're a beehive. She's scared of bees. There's a, there's a hairdo, there's no bees in it. Well, it looks, and I think you know that, too. Well, it looks like there's a bunch of angry bees in there right now, if you ask me. Because it's flopping from side to side every time I talk. Yeah, loudly buzzing. Wiggles. The buzzing is my phone going off. <laughs> because I have a many calls. Maybe just turn it off, vibrate every once in a while. I hear it glitter. No! <laughs> because my ringtone is horrible. I hear it Pick going a different ringtone. You can change it? Yeah, what is it right now? I don't know how to change it. And many years ago, as a prank, my nephew Alec changed it to Miss New Booty. And now every time I get a text, it plays the full song. Yeah, Frank, there's no way Francesca's gonna like you. We are whatever. She doesn't like Miss New Booty. She's a Sinatra woman. Now, I see, I see no reason Francesca would necessarily be involved with this. In fact... Oh, I thought because you would sabotage your patch. It's not about necessarily killing Juice to get ahead. It's about making your patch the most undesirable patch. I've heard people don't even want to go next year because their kids might find a dead body. Well, yeah, there was a lot of uh, blood that ran into the soil, so I'm very, very concerned about... The levels of iron for 2024. It was sabotage at its finest. I wouldn't pe- put it past anyone, especially you, S- Susan. Yeah, I was suspecting Me. Susan because she just bumped herself up into the top 10 with the you death think of I Juge. killed my best friend? Yeah, she would die to be at the gala for sure. She would kill Juche 
just so she could wear a little fascinator. But at the same time, it was sabotage towards you, which I guess you also would have wanted, Susan. Yes, I suppose I would have. A lot of arrows pointing at you. You promise you didn't do it? And it's this big arrow that I got from a wedding I went to. And it says, a I'm with stupid. A big arrow you got, you went from a... Yes, where's a photo booth on the side. Oh, you it's get a little prop. props. And one of them says, I'm with stupid, and it's a big arrow on it, and it's pointing back at you. You're the stupid. Me, me or Ellis? Both. Hey! What, what the hell? No wonder Yes, you're... I did it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course I did it. You, what do you think we're whispering about in the back of church? You were plotting I'm going to kill murder. you in the patch. <laughs> I was telling you I'm going to kill him in the patch. I thought you two were friends. But it was a secret. No wonder you wanted to be so far away from God in the back. I felt so bad being close to God and talking about it. Oh, my God. So I backed away slowly as my plan came together. Why Ooh. a pentagram? Because it's the creepiest devil shape. We learned about it. Now you've got a creepy patch. That's true. My patch has been cursed. Enjoy your cursed patch. By a, I can't believe I was cr- cursed by a cracker witch. <laughs> I'll never recover. With a bad haircut. Okay. You can say a lot of things about me, but the haircut is cool. No, it's not. Okay, well, I gotta hop off, but this has been really fun. Okay, thanks for joining. You were a big help. Well, yeah, I suppose I gotta come on and told you that immediately, but I just wanted to hang. <laughs> See you at the gala. Oh, not yeah, gonna, they're not gonna let murderers in, Susan. Well, but I guess. I'll deny. I guess the jumpsuit is orange, so maybe. Ooh! <laughs> And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song, Mary Jane Schumer for our art. If you have a suggestion for a murder or if you've interviewed one of the most famous serial killers and want to come on our podcast, that's killedtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to have a gas online, uh, that's killedtodeathpodcast on Instagram, k2dpod on Twitter. Steve, I'm throwing it back to you. What's up over there? And if you want to have a gas good Tim online, it's Griffin and Steve guess the movie. G-A-S-G-T-M. It's a G-A-S-G-T-M, which is a podcast where Griffin and I guess movies that the other person has thought of and made clues to hint towards in a little movie guessing game format that we're quite delighted by, and I think you will be too. So go listen on Sonar Plus if you're an Apple Podcast listener. It's fun. And we are going to throw it over now to Ellis. Ellis, what would you like people to check out? Well, if you like big pumpkins, you're going to love even bigger jokes, and that's why you should go follow this comedian that I like. Her name's Amy Bug, and she's on Instagram, and it's Bugs with two Gs. And is that true? If you like big pumpkins, you'll like even bigger jokes? There is a very high correlation between pumpkin lovers and humorists. Well, Amy Bug is a fantastic comedian, and I would say check her out. For sure, she's okay. <laughs> For sure, she's okay. We can agree. <laughs> For the sure floor okay. with Amy is okay. <laughs> but wait till you hear about the it's ceiling. It's not going below that. <laughs> but it could go up. 
can only go up. I heard she's got a special coming out, so you should go and follow her on Instagram. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Uh, and I want to say, from all of us here at Killed to Death, me and Steve and Zach Aaron in the studio, <laughs> keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Mary Jane Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.